I'm gonna throw on slobbers over like, they're not slobbers, jewels. Hey guys, welcome back to an interesting discussion sometimes. It's Haran. I'm back with Harsha, Tarun, and Christian. And this week we have a special guest and her name is Hamishri. I'll let her introduce herself to the podcast. Hi everyone, my name is Hamu. Thanks for having me on this show, guys. What's what's one thing you would like everybody to know about you? Why do I sound like such a noob on recording? <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. Um, one thing that I want everyone to know about me. Oh, that's hard. Um, I don't know. Can I pass? Can I come back to this one? <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah, well, it'll be a cliffhanger. You have to learn throughout the episode. Okay. Yeah, that? I'll come back to it at the end. Yeah. That was an awful segue, but segues are just a mode of transportation. Isn't that right? Wrong? <laughs> that is true, yeah. Where are, you going, where are you going with this? I don't know, man. Did you see, you remember in like 2019, Cristiano Ronaldo had a great bicycle kick? Yeah. Do you have any experience with bicycles? <laughs> yeah, so actually, uh, 30 minutes, like, or I guess like 40 minutes prior to this recording right now, um, I was, I got into an accident with another biker at Stanford. Um, I don't know. I, I think, like, that guy is, def- is, is at fault, but I think I was also at fault for not, like, yelling something before it happened. Because I could, like, almost see it happening, but I was like, maybe, like, he'll realize. I mean, you're not supposed to expect that somebody's going to hit it. I also didn't, like, want to startle him into, like, into turning into me. We're, I was biking back to my apartment, um, and, like, on this road, there's only bikers, really. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, it, yeah. And, uh, I was, we were getting to a roundabout, and I was on the right side of this guy, and he, um, he was going to turn right at this roundabout, or I, or I think at least. So basically, like, when we get to the roundabout, um, he turns his bike right, but I'm, like, right next to him, essentially. But I'm mm-hmm. going pretty fast, so I think, like, my momentum, like, carried me, like, further. So, like, I hit the ground pretty hard. I don't know if he hit that hard, or he seemed, like, not as bad, but our bikes got tangled. Anyway, um, we both asked if we were okay. We were both fine. Pretty much, um, and then he left, and I thought I was like the, everything was fine, and I started biking, and I'm like, oh, like the gear is like really like it. It was like it says it was at seven, but it was definitely like at like two or like three. I don't know, that's weird. So then like, I changed, started changing the gears, and I changed it once, and then like my wheel pretty much locked, like I it couldn't turn it, and then I was like, oh fuck, and then I looked at it, and like pretty much my, my gears were like all misaligned essentially like the pulley was fucked like it was like whoa it was supposed to be in the bottom with all down the top of the bike mm-hmm. um on top of the bike type of like top of like respect to where it was in the wheel so yeah my bike's pretty much like kind of fucked so i have to go get that looked at i'm doing okay though not that bad yeah <laughs> <laughs> could have been it could be worse i guess are you gonna press charges I don't even know the guy. <laughs> I guess I should exchange information. That was my first ever like bike crash. I didn't really know what the the process. You can pay off your tuition. Yeah, bro. You can you can track him down and get him to like you know black. Or you can blackmail him or something. Yeah, I'm just gonna like go back to the intersection next Thursday at the exact same time, or sorry, Wednesday it is. Oh, uh, at the exact same time <laughs> and just <laughs> wait for him to come, and then I'll I'll catch him then. But anyway, uh, were you wearing helmet and pads? I was not. I was not. I did. I did it to myself. Oh, that's a, that's. You learned a no the hard now. way, man. Yeah. No. But would that would have that saved my bike though? No, but I mean, like, you, you got scraped up, right? Like that would have helped. That would have. Yeah, but I would rather more damage done to me than the bike because I could heal. I, the bike. I, I don't, bro. I don't know if you crack your head on the fucking pavement. I don't know about what healing is going to go on in your head there. 
How much is a doctor? Do you concur with that uh, statement? <laughs> First of all, I don't know shit. <laughs> <laughs> Every med student we've had on has said the same thing. I'm very scared. <laughs> yeah, I need like six more years <laughs> to tell you anything real. <laughs> you are currently a second year student in med? Yeah. Yeah, I'm finishing up my second year. How's, how's that been so far? Pretty good. Um, it went by really, really quickly. I feel like since we have an exam like every two or three weeks, it's mm. always like you're in exam mode for the week mm-hmm. before the test and then afterwards you don't do anything and then there's like a random week in the middle and time just flies really quickly. But mm. yeah, I'm almost done. So. Nice. Has there been like a section or a topic that you've really become interested in or is it all just like same schoolwork and all that? Um, yeah, I don't know. In terms of topics, I am really In terms of, like, specialty, I'm really interested in emergency med or, like, some kind of critical care for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if I'm going to specialize, like, beyond that or, like, I don't know if I want to do, like, GI or, like, HEMOC or something specific. Um, Mm -hmm. But I definitely know I want to do something with PEDS. Mm -hmm. You did a lot of words there. there. Yeah. Sorry. We need some some, uh, normal people translation. Um, She said GI. My head went straight to Joe. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, that um, means GI tummy, right? <laughs> what? Is that your tummy? Yeah, gastroenterology. Nice, yeah. Um, I don't know why it's called GI, actually. I guess it would be like GE because it's like enterology. Oh. Um, and then what was E-monk. Ewok? Oh, Ewok oh. is... Ewok. <laughs> <laughs> it's hematology oncology, so it's like the cancer specialist. Oh, okay. uh, mm. But that's supposed to be really depressing, so I don't think I'm going to do that. Yeah, don't be sad. I don't know what else I said. <laughs> But like, if if you do either of those, will you be able to tell um, if Haran should be wearing uh, pads on his <laughs> knees and arms? Though, I would laugh if I saw like a grown ass man wearing knee pads. <laughs> first of all, <laughs> but yeah, probably. <laughs> would you say that you're enjoying med school more than you did undergrad, or um, do you like undergrad better? I actually am really enjoying med school a lot more than undergrad. I felt like undergrad was really stressful because like you didn't have a career path or there was Mm -hmm. no like stability, you know, like anything could have happened and it was just hard. Like you were studying for an actual grade, but that school's all pass fail. So you're really just studying because you enjoy it or like you study when you want to, which is really nice. And there's a lot of flexibility. So yeah, I'm having a lot, a lot more fun in that school for sure, which is like not something that I thought would happen. Compare your undergrad, like schools, like their environments. Where'd you go for undergrad? Were you going for med school? Um, do you mean in terms of like, like difficulty or like the or like quality of life, like outside of school itself? Mm, I went to William and Mary for undergrad, and I really loved it. It was a great school. The campus was like Mm -hmm. really beautiful, and it's really small. Our class Mm -hmm. size was like fifteen hundred, I think, which was Mm. um, it was fun for me because I, you know, you kind of know everyone. Everyone's familiar faces, and you're in the same classes and stuff. And I definitely enjoyed it, Um, but. For some reason, there's some, like, I don't know. There's, like, a stigma that William Mary's, like, the really competitive, like, Ivy League kind of school of Virginia. And I mm-hmm. never really got that sense from it. But I think it's really Too good smart. for, like, liberal arts and government, <laughs> government like, policy and stuff. And that's just not mm. the classes that I took. So maybe I wasn't in with that crowd. Not really sure. True. True. Um, but, yeah, EVMS so far has been which is the school that I go to now in Norfolk. Um, Everyone here is like super, super nice and 
collaborative and I've always felt like I could ask any of my friends for help and no one's really like out to get me or who do you miss more William or Mary okay <laughs> <laughs> don't you do not need to answer that <laughs> fun fact we actually visited Emu uh when we went to Tarun's brother's wedding we saw her apartment and it was really nice and we when we were leaving, we drove past like the campus and like the hospital, and it seemed like a really nice setup. So, is it is it as nice as it looks on the outside on the inside? <laughs> um, I kind of hate my apartment. It's pretty shitty. Well, I was talking about the but, hospital, but oh, the uh, hospital. I didn't think you were gonna tell me my ho- my apartment was shitty, but um, I yeah, I like campus. It's really small. But you don't really need much besides the hospital yeah. and like the library, you know, for med school. So it's not like mm-hmm. an undergrad campus. Um, but I do like how, like, when you walk into campus, it's like set up like a circle, and you really feel like you're in one cohesive place. But mm-hmm. for other schools that are like in cities, you don't see like all of the hospital and like the class buildings and everything. They're not yeah. together; they're just like spread across the city. So yeah. that's definitely something that I think is a plus for even that's like you really feel like you're there. Is there a term for like this? So is like Norfolk and Williamsburg considered like Southeast Virginia? Um, Yeah, Norfolk is technically part of the Hampton Roads. Mm. Williamsburg is not. It's like a little bit more north. Oh, okay. I feel like I haven't really explored that side of Virginia Mm. that much. It's nothing to see. (laughs) 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 Unless you're like in the Navy. (laughs) Yeah, fair. Just remember that when we did go visit... uh, and we did go to your apartment. Haran also had a uh, vehicle-related mishap when he was trying to parallel park. <laughs> I, also can't, I cannot parallel park in my fucking life. And then I, I had to parallel park my van, which is a lot bigger than the Civic that I usually drive. So I was, it was very stressful. But shout out to Jackie, a former guest of the podcast. She she pretty much did it for us. So <laughs> well, I, I thought your apartment was, was all right. I, I liked it. I yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. Was, what's yeah. Your, what's really your nice, dude. Yeah, your, your couch was great. Um, I don't know. It's just like, there's no lighting. It's kind of sad. I think I spend way too much time here. That's why I don't like it. Mm, You guys were here for like 20 minutes. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Especially because last year we were online for COVID. Mm. So I did like all of school just from home. Yeah, that wasn't really fun. Oh, you also had a roommate that you were not uh, totally uh, positive with. Is that correct? You don't have to say anything yeah. you know, if you're like uh, at gunpoint or something. But um. she actually moved out. So oh, oh let's, let's go, let's go. <laughs> Huge dub. Yeah, yeah. She moved to Richmond, um, so we just have like an extra room and extra bathroom right now, which is really nice. Um, mm. So, like, what was her like? What was her like problem? <laughs> Or your problem with her? <laughs> it's honestly kind of hard to explain unless you, like, know her. She's just very, like, <laughs> like, she would just come and stare at me while I'm studying. And I'm like, what? can I help you? I don't think <laughs> that's hard to explain at all. I think you've pretty much hit the deal. That's just, like, one example of something she would do. And I would just, like, look up and I'm, I'm like, why are you staring at me? And I don't know. She would have, like, no answer. And, like, I'm a big whiteboarder, so my my back was like, or like I was looking at the wall and sometimes mm-hmm. I would turn around after like 20, 30 minutes and she would just be standing there. And I'm like, how long have you been here? Like, this is so scary to me. You're just <laughs> you know? not a cat or something? Or? <laughs> 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 yeah. this is the person. No, this is my roommate. <laughs> or my old ex-roommate, I guess. How do you like walk up on somebody and like look for 20 to 30 minutes yeah. without saying anything? Like, what? Yeah, I don't know. Like if I have my headphones in, I yeah. 
I couldn't even hear her like calm or anything. Mm. And yeah, Jesus. I don't know. <laughs> Or how does but, she justify it? Did you ask her anytime? <laughs> she just, she would just like, she'd just be like, oh, you're studying. And then like walk away. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, like, make it stop. <laughs> make it stop. <laughs> that's yeah, serial killer vibes right there. That's, 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 that's creepy, man. That is very creepy. Wait, yo, that's yeah. literally like the guy from that Friends episode. You know, the, the sus one that like dehydrated vegetables or whatever. And then like watched joey while he was sleeping like the whole time oh yeah the one that took like Chan- chandler's spot yeah yeah i forgot his name yeah he's a weird guy i've never seen friends <gasps> actually that's not that crazy <laughs> it's a pretty, it's a pretty <laughs> okay show i'm not really into like sitcom comedy mm. yeah. what's your what's your go-to genre of tv shows probably like really dramatic things i really like like gray's anatomy i just started I watching know. euphoria i know i told you guys this before it's so good and crazy i think everyone should watch it except don't actually <laughs> <laughs> great, great review um, did you, are you like all caught up um i have like three more episodes i think of the new season i like, just started it okay yeah i don't know i feel like it's getting a little too much for me i've, I've watched the first season I watched up. half of the first season and I got too. I was like, "This is too sad for me," and makes me feel uncomfortable. So I did. I just yeah, didn't watch it. definitely lots of discomfort. But the second season's like a lot less uncomfortable than the first one. Yeah. Really? I thought it was more uncomfortable. Maybe wait, I don't wait, remember what? that well. Wait, huh? like I thought it was more normal than the first one. Like it was fine. I, I feel the same way. The first season had a lot of like. I feel like, like the first two episodes is oh whatever I don't know I maybe <laughs> I don't remember the first season that well because I think I watched it a lot quicker than I've been watching because I'm actually watching it like every Sunday that it comes out I guess so mm. I think like, the first season I didn't start watching until like it was all out so I think I binged it pretty quickly mm. somewhat so I just feel like all the characters are kind of like pieces of shit and I don't like them yeah but, but it's still good I like show. it's still it's not bad honestly it's not that bad of a show but I like just, are they pieces of shit but they're not shitty characters like no they're, they're good act- they're good they're good actors yeah I would say. yeah i just like i i don't really know who to root for because i don't really like many of them except maybe like two people but yeah well which two people you know we got to get your gotta get in your head here you know well i think season two influenced it a lot but uh fez and lexi are my favorite characters but also that they might be because like i mean fez is not that normal but like he at least <laughs> has some normal actions compared to the rest of the cast and then yeah lexi's probably the most yeah. normal character in the show so i actually heard that fez it wasn't like an actor before this they just found him on the street and they were like yo you look like you play fe- you could play fez and then he's like okay and then he played <laughs> that's fez. crazy and now everybody's you look like, like a drug dealer that's all. <laughs> 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 but he, he actually is a good character and like yeah. to go back like i think i think the reason i like this show is because they are all shitty people like i think each character has like their own flaw and like storyline. Whereas like, I think a lot of times in like these like quote unquote high school dramas, different characters get like, like the main three characters get like 70 or 80% of the love. And then the other 20% is for like the other like 10 characters. Right. But they distribute um, a little bit better in the show. Yeah. Yeah. I think, oh. I think they well, distribute. Yeah, well, I feel exactly. like there's no, I mean, technically it's a, like from Rue's perspective. Right. So she's mm-hmm. like, I guess the main character, Yeah. but like mm-hmm. a lot of the plot lines aren't surrounding her. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't feel like it's all centralized on the same person, like every episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I feel like if they do a better job, like, like you said, distributing out like the, the show time or the plots between different characters. 
I think it's also just shot so well. Like some of yeah. the some of the scenes of them being hired, like so pleasing to just watch. And yeah. it's really cool. They put in mm. a lot of effort for sure. Okay, yeah. <laughs> What's next? So I'm going to Mexico this weekend. I'm going to a wedding. Um, oh. Yeah, I'm really excited. So my other roommate, the one that I do like, she is Mexican. Oh, the one um, who is in fucking <laughs> Yeah, the one that I feel safe around. <laughs> um, yeah, it's her cousin who's getting married, and I'm just tying nice. along. Oh, you got that plus one invite? Nice. Yeah, so I'm really excited. Where in Mexico is it? It is like a couple, I think like a couple hours outside of Mexico City. Mm-hmm. Nice. Like along the coast, or...? No, it's really central. It's mount. It's like in a mountain region. Oh, I was looking at the weather, and it's like eighty during the day, and then drops to like forties at night. Forties, like oh. yeah, which is like so weird. Apparently, yeah. that's normal in the mountains. Yeah. yeah, I believe it makes sense. That makes sense. Great. What are you looking forward to the most? Um, so I had texted Celia as my roommate. I texted her mom like, "Thank you for inviting me," and she mm-hmm. was like, "She was like." Oh, like, so happy to have you. Get ready to shoot some tequila. <laughs> and I, was like, <laughs> I was like, okay, like, that's definitely what I'm most excited for. <laughs> it must taste better down there, right? They have a lot more um, agave down there. Yeah. yeah, the wedding, the wedding's actually on, like, an agave farm. I don't know what the Yo, oh, term, term would be. Like vineyard type thing. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> they don't have vineyards there. It's just like tequila, like yards. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> what is agave? Is it, a, is it a, like a berry? I don't know. Like a fruit? Oh, this is the incorrect crowd. I think it is a fruit of a tree. But I'm not that. I could be, I'm probably wrong, honestly. What do I know? I have no idea. <laughs> I'll, I'll find out and report back. <laughs> nice. Sounds good. <laughs> Here's a question, though. She said, uh, you know, this place is like two hours outside of Mexico City, uh-huh. which made me think like, oh, like it's in the suburbs of Mexico, potentially. But are, is suburbs something that's only... But what are like the a, suburbs a, of Mexico? What did that Like, do? okay, okay. So, <laughs> like, like, Mexico you know, City, outside, outside, outside a city, right? You have a suburbs. Yeah. Okay. Suburb. Two is hours suburb, outside of the city of a suburb? Okay, maybe you don't two hours out of the city. They just brought my... Just let them spit out the question. <laughs> <laughs> or is suburbs like characteristic of America only or, or is there like can you say like I was in the suburbs of like uh, like France or, like I don't know like is, is there suburbs okay. stop saying, stop saying okay. countries <laughs> that's, I, I think that's, that's, that's the first problem that's the first problem oh yeah I was in Spain the suburb of France what the fuck do you mean <laughs> I was in the suburb of Sahara you bro, ruined yes. my flow of the question fam I had it all like thought out <laughs> so like, uh, without knowing the actual answer to, you know, just generalize. Mm. Suburb is is a shorthand for what? Suburbia? I don't know. Suburban. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And so there's urban <laughs> places everywhere. So therefore, there should be suburban places everywhere as well. Indeed. Okay. I'll take it. I don't know if that's the actual answer. That's just my plain person explanation. I would think that... In wherever there's a city or an urban region, I mean, there should be. Drew, we should just abolish suburbs. And I feel like I think hey. suburbs are probably bigger in U.S. than maybe other. Oh, yeah, I think we have. I think we stretch the the sub <laughs> in suburb a little bit farther than yeah. all the other countries. But I think as a whole, like, there's no. I don't know if there's places where you just go from like a city and then you go five miles and it's straight, like deserted, drylands. You know. Oh, yeah. Blacksburg. 
<laughs> nah, man. At least we had running water, bro. But Christian, I have a question. Is sandwich a Christian, I have a question. I have a question. <laughs> Is sandwich a suburb? No. Well, actually, I don't know. It's it's a uh, it's actually a lot like um, Norfolk in the way where in the summer there's like a huge tourist district or like you know income comes from tourists and that's mm-hmm. where a lot of companies make their money or small businesses and that kind of stuff. But the rest of the year, like. You're just fucked. Like, you just have, <laughs> like, I, I'll, I'll speak for here rather than for Norfolk, but it's just depressed people and families, which I guess you could say are the same thing. But, uh, you know, <laughs> it's just, like, either there's retired people or there's, like, people Re- going what? to school. what? People? Retired? Okay, 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 okay. What did you think you said? <laughs> I just, I don't know. I was laughing, so, it, it, you know. <laughs> no, no way. Anyway, uh... So it's actually a mix. It could be uh, Earl, uh, Earl, rural, <laughs> um, because there's not like a high density population here. <laughs> but uh, suburban, I think there's more money than would be in a regular suburban district because there's so many rich people that live here. They come here to retire. Mm. So do you classify like rural, urban, and like suburban like, based on economy, like how much money they make? Or is it just like their proximity to a city i think it's it's the density of the population uh, yeah i mean i think there's suburbs everywhere like everyone who works in the city like wants to eventually settle down Mm. or like get a house it's like driving Mm. distance but quiet that's true did i answer your question Mm. true yes thank you I can't wait till we have you on a geography beer fucking (laughs) some shit like that i would kill it bro what about history? I would not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make a 35-page a questionnaire on gentrification. I want to see how well you can answer it. Gentrification. <laughs> <laughs> Do I get to study or no? No, you just use your base knowledge. <laughs> Speaking of traveling, though, um, I heard you went to Kenya or you're going to Kenya, Hamishri? Um, yeah, I went a couple summers ago. Wow. Okay. okay. So, was, what was it like? So Why did also, how would you specifically choose Kenya? Are there I feel like that's a very. Kenya? <laughs> <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like that's not a nice question to ask. Uh, yeah, probably not. I went through. <laughs> I went through a community service trip through college, actually, hmm. um, and we were like a group of eight, and we were working at a clinic that was with um, like really tribal populations. And they mm-hmm. had this church missionary group that was like bringing healthcare to them. So we were traveling with the church um, mm-hmm. and just like volunteering there. Yeah, it was the summer of 2019, I think, like right after I graduated college. I was there for like six weeks. Wow. We were volunteering for five weeks and then we had like one week of travel at the end of it. So there's a lot of mountains and um like hiking stuff that you can do there and we mm. went on like a safari tour which was really cool um and we spent like one day in Nairobi in the capital which mm-hmm. was really nice it was literally exactly like Hyderabad <laughs> like, <laughs> it was so weird I was there and I was like oh my god like this is so weird <laughs> like the traffic and just like 
the road signs and everything, it felt exactly like India. Mm-hmm. There was actually a lot of brown people there too. Like I swear to God, I saw like one of those, I saw like a priest guy like walking around and like priest kids. <laughs> yeah. cool. I felt like I was at home. <laughs> What's the food like there? Um, so the area that we were at didn't have, it was in like desert land. So it didn't have mm-hmm. a lot of vegetables. So the mm-hmm. only thing that grew there was cabbage. Mm. Um, so every weekend we would go to the city or like a nearby town and mm-hmm. buy whatever other groceries we wanted. But during the week, if we ran out, it was always just either carrots, cabbage, or like rice and beans. Um, and like part of the community service trip that I was on was trying to live like all local mm-hmm. people live there and like, you know, like really trying to integrate yourself with their life. So we couldn't like order food or mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. make extravagant things. Hmm. Um, but it was a really good experience. We they gave us a guest house, so we lived so we lived in the same area as like the other nurses and doctors from the church, hmm. um, and all of us lived in the same house. It was just like a really nice bonding experience. How long were you there for again? Uh, six weeks. What was the What was the most difficult part of that six weeks? Um, the language barrier was really huge. Definitely, hmm. most of the clinic staff spoke English, but the like local people obviously didn't. Mm-hmm. So that was a little hard, but we tried to learn a little bit of the language. I unfortunately couldn't really pick it up. It was really hard. Um, another difficult thing, I guess, our house, <laughs> the toilet would only flush like once every two hours. Oy. So <laughs> oh. <laughs> so if one person had to pee, like it would go and then just like get everyone to pee at the same time and then flush it. <laughs> Just to like conserve water, <laughs> so yeah. that was kind of gross. <laughs> I don't know, another way of life, I guess. That's what we have to do. Lots of cabbage. Uh, yeah, lots of cabbage. I mean, they had like bread and eggs and stuff too, mm-hmm. but for like dinner, I remember. Mm-hmm. So I was there for July Fourth, actually, and we tried to do like an Independence Day party and make all of this American food and like celebrate with the church people. So we uh-huh. made we made mashed potatoes and guacamole. And we made sweet potato burgers oh. and, mm. or no, we made black bean burgers and sweet potato fries. And yeah, just like a bunch of American stuff that these people, like they never have tried before. Like mm-hmm. they were so shocked to see guac. They were like, oh my God, like, I can't believe you guys mashed up an avocado. Like this is so wrong. They were all just like <laughs> freaking out over it. But it was a really good time. And we had, we had like, we tried to make like fake fireworks at home and we had mm-hmm. sparklers so we took some like steel wool and tied it to a string and like lit it like dipped it in oh, liquor and then lit yeah. it on fire <laughs> and we're like spinning it around and yeah it was chaos but really really fun very random is, is kenya a, a british colony um it used to it? be they actually they got their independence like really late i think in like 69 or 67 yeah sorry, i guess i meant was but yeah i, I didn't know oh, if it was yeah, like that yeah. or like a different european yeah yeah, yeah they were british I'm so surprised, like, 69 is so early, or, like, recent, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, a lot of people there, it's still, like, within their grandparents' generation that the British right. are still in control. Wait, so what language do they speak there? They speak Swahili. Oh, yeah. At least in the area that I was in. I don't know, about the whole country. So how was the safari? Did you see any... What was the coolest animal you saw in the safari? Um... So we saw a lot of lions and cheetahs, and... Oh, there was, like... There was a point where there was like at least 
maybe like 50 elephants they were just like crossing the street oh, and yeah. they, it was so cool because they were like all in line by size and like the little baby mm-hmm. elephants would walk in front of the parents and they oh, were all nice. like attached you know how elephants attach like their tail to like the, the next mm-hmm. person's trunk mm-hmm. yeah they were like actually doing that it wasn't a cartoon that <laughs> uh, yeah, was so crazy and they took like 30 minutes to pass to cross the street and we just have to wait but it was yeah. so cool yeah and they actually like got pretty close to you and the little baby ones were so cute even though they're like literally that they could eat me they're yeah <laughs> <laughs> but they're really cute <laughs> do you guys have travel plans coming up i guess it's like not summer at all for you it is for me though <laughs> haran's gonna be going down to the bike store soon <laughs> I'm trying to figure out if I'm going tomorrow or not. Uh, so stressed. I mean, me and Trina are going to LA in a month or so. So yes, oh, really? be fun. What are you guys doing there? What are we doing there, Mister? <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess just eating, and I guess we'll go to Malibu, hang out at the beach. Should be just like a chill trip. Um, yeah. that's so romantic. <laughs> it's not just me and him. <laughs> Thank you. No, okay, never mind. <laughs> Why aren't all of you going? <laughs> I'm going to Puerto Rico around the time that they're going to LA. It's, a, it's like um, a rivaling trip. Should I see a little oh. more fun? Yeah. I wasn't invited, so. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, uh, Hamisha, you said you, I mean, you. I think you mentioned that you took a trip down California, right? Yeah, last so last summer, year right? after our whole Seattle trip, I went to San Francisco. My roommate is from there, so I stayed with her family for a couple of days um and then did they I stare at you too <laughs> <laughs> no this is the roommate that i like oh okay oh good good <laughs> they're Just not weird sure. they're normal <laughs> yeah then i went to arizona because one of my childhood friends lives in phoenix and mm. we went to go see the grand canyon and like lake powell and like the bottom of the future and everything which is really mm. fun um nice. yeah. and then i went to san diego which was also really nice is LA near San Diego? I have no Not idea. Really. I think it's like, uh, like a six-hour drive. Uh, oh, the six? Oh, okay, oh. I was the favorite way off. So San Diego is like right next to Mexico. <laughs> I was oh, thinking like two or like three. Like the bottom tip of California. Hmm. But in, in order for Haran and Tarun to be able to afford to go on this trip, uh, we have to take an ad. Uh, we'll be right back. So I actually had a question for you guys. Um since starting your podcast and since like day one, I know you're almost nearing a hundred episodes. Mm-hmm. Like what are some things that you have been doing the same way or what are some things that you've changed? Uh, we've never been asked a question before. <laughs> <laughs> um, same. Uh, I, I don't know. I feel like unfortunately a lot of it is the same. We, we have, I would say we have very overlapping conversations sometimes. Uh, if you look at like the general episodes, uh, a lot of the time we hit on the same topics. I mean, it's like refreshed. It's not like we say the same thing every time. But I feel like every like 15 episodes or so you can talk about, oh, man, you know, I really got into cooking. And mm-hmm. that's like the seventh time that's been brought up since we started this. So it's uh, it's hard sometimes to come up with original things. But I think we... We try to stay as relevant as we can, given our, our time constraints. What we used to do in the beginning was um, actually define topics for each of our episodes. But I feel like I think like episode 25 onwards, uh, we've kind of just talked about whatever and catered our episodes with the guests, like to our guests and what they want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's a little more free flowing, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Do you also do episodes with like just you guys with no guests? 
Yeah. So we try we try and balance it where like half the episodes is just us and half of us is is with the guests because I feel like if it was just us, it would be the same episode every week. <laughs> um, <laughs> which you know, if, if you're somehow into that, it'd be great for you. But uh, I don't I don't think that's the general consensus. So we and like Karsha said, we try to have the guest be the focal point because they're only there once or mm-hmm. twice or very infrequently. Mm-hmm. So it, they're the they're the special one, I guess you could say. So we, we like to learn about like, you know, I you work or whatever, but like, you know, who you are as a person, you know, what do you like to do? Those kinds of things. I feel like trying to make it a more personal thing more than just like a, here's a 45 minute to an hour and 15 minute advertising space on why people should like you. Yeah, for sure. Well, you guys are the only uh, podcasters that I know personally. So let's go. Can we add that to the ad somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You have like a testimonial. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll put in a Yelp review. <laughs> <laughs> it's like our producer tag put for the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so, what was it? Did you like before you had a Spotify show? Did you use like a different platform? And do you have to like have a certain number of viewers to get on Spotify? Like, how does that work? Uh, well, you know, if you want to peel back the curtain, and everything. Uh, oh, sorry, you can tell me off. No, it's okay. Guess. No, it's all right, man. <laughs> you know, it, we just we want to be as transparent as possible. When we started it, there was no. You didn't have to have any amount of listeners to get ads. You didn't have to have any of that stuff. You just uploaded. They had the um, thing we use as Anchor is our distributor, which is owned by Spotify. And so they distribute it, not just to Spotify, but to like Apple and to all these other smaller uh, like podcast services. And but now, you know, after we've made it big time, they have like a X amount of you have to have X amount of listeners to be able to like run ads and stuff. So we kind of we kind of caught the right timing so that we we have not made a lot of money, but we've made not no money. So yeah. oh, that's great. Well, I'm glad the timing worked out in your favor. Yeah. We yeah. That's awesome. Collective so. grown. Yeah. <laughs> It's all right, you know. We, but that shows everybody that we don't do it for the money. Because if we did, we'd be stupid. <laughs> We're so stupid. Though. <laughs> I think that was the better marketing statement, right there. Yeah. <laughs> but enough about our our money and our ads and everything. Um, other places where they have ads are in uh, magazines, and uh, we've been we've been privy to you writing a magazine article. Is that is that true? Yeah, I am. I just finished it today, actually. Ooh, Congrats! Okay, so um, give us give us a preview on a what genre magazine is this? Like a medical um, or like a so, otherwise? Yeah, kind of. It's for a public health magazine. Okay. Um, I'm writing about physician burnout as a public health crisis. Very and yeah, <laughs> it's very niche, and I think mm-hmm. the the magazine is only it's a women's magazine, so like all the mm-hmm. topics are only about women in public nice. health or medicine. So mine's specifically about women's physicians. Um, yeah, I've been working on it for like a month now, and the deadline is Sunday, and I just finished it today. So it's definitely wow. something that I'm proud of. Congrats! But nice. I guess we'll see if it gets published or not. Um, I'll let you guys know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, if you know, if if it does get published, we will have an update. And we will spam it so that you can go read Hemishi's article. Okay, yeah, that'd be great. 
<laughs> is it like a physical one as well? No, it's a it's an online magazine. Gotcha. But you should print it out anyway. <laughs> yeah, I just like tape it to my wall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like mail one to my mom for sure. <laughs> yeah, I never really thought of myself as a writer, but I think until now, all of my writing has been for like assignments or grades yeah. or like mm-hmm. on a time crunch, and I really, really hated it, you know. But this one was like completely just optional because I wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. It's just like really different to be motivated that way. How did you? get that opportunity um one of the doctors that i do research with here is an editor on the board of the magazine mm-hmm. and she like mm-hmm. recommended it to me mm-hmm. so yeah i just kind of went nice. for it do you think you would do something like that again in the future maybe not health oriented but just some sort of non-educational like restrictive writing um i think so so i was traveling a bit over winter break and i started journaling a little bit more and mm-hmm. working on like a creative writing piece. Mm-hmm. I think it's more like short stories that I'm just kind of compiling. Mm-hmm. It's mostly like about me and my personal right. experiences right now. Mm-hmm. I've never really tried to write any other like genres like fictional work or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know, maybe, maybe in the future. This is like kind of my, like I'm just dipping my toes in the water with this stuff. So I'm not really sure. Over time, we're going to have, like, such an amalgamation of friends that do so many different types of, like, artwork. Like, we're going to be the podcasters. We're going to have people publishing short stories, people who write books, people who make movies. We're going to have such a <laughs> an empire of entertainment that the world will never know. It'll be it'll be insane. We'll, we'll take over the world one, one art form at a time. <laughs> <laughs> I have journaled in the past, like intermittently no no no, 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 no fuck it uh, she's the first person we know who's ever journaled <laughs> <laughs> no come on i want to hear it i was just thinking like if i ever become like someone uh period no <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Uh, like like someone important or like someone that people like care you're about you're important to me you're important to me man come on kaya stop you don't make me blush <laughs> Um, <laughs> I guess what I'm trying to say is if I ever become like famous or something, it'd be cool to publish a book of my journal entries of what I was going through in, in life. Or it's um, like just re- yeah, recent journaling or of like like in the past. Yeah, what, what's the time period here? Ever since senior year of high school, but like I'll do oh. it for senior year of high school or not? Sorry, not high school, college, college. Um. Senior college, I, I did it for like a month or so straight, and then I stopped, and then I started again in COVID, like twenty twenty, and I think I did it for like a couple months, and then I think I have like an another probably like twenty thirty journal entries since there. That's a lot. Uh, oh, that's a quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah, but then it actually. <laughs> So, like, I, I went back recently and a lot of the stuff that I, like, the problem, like, the reason I journal is because, like, when you have problems and stuff or, like, something that's on your mind, it's, like, when you type it out, it makes it, like, a lot more logical, like, what you're saying. So, like, you can't, like, think forever on it, you know? Like, it there has to, like, be a stopping point or some conclusion that you come to. Mm-hmm. But then when I went back recently and I checked, like, some of my old entries, a lot of the stuff that I was dealing with then... <laughs> I still deal with now and it just pisses me off because it's been so long and I'm still fucking having the same goddamn issues. Um, but I mean, I, I do see like progress at least like in other aspects, I guess, in, in my life. So that's satisfying to see over time. 
and I think that's why I like this podcast as well. But uh, I I, I want to be more more um, consistent with it. But I think I only do it really when I have like something to say to myself. So have you tried one of those like five minute journals? They give you like random um, like topics to write about or like a little they'll like stimulate you mm. and then you can write about it for like a paragraph or something short. I actually haven't. But like, are those questions like about myself or are those just like a general, like, what are your thoughts on this type of thing? Yeah, no, they're, they're not specific. They're like, Mm. what's something that made you happy today? Or like, Mm. what's something that like irritated you today? That'd be really good content for the podcast. (laughs) 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 But no, that's, yeah, I'm going to try that. I think it'll, it'll make it easier. Yeah. I was thinking about getting one too. Uh, when I say journal, also I I never wrote anything out. It's all typed. <laughs> Fair, yeah. yeah. It's all, it's all yeah. Are you ever, ever journaled in your life? Nah, man. I think elementary school or something. They asked us to journal, like write a journal about what you do, and I was like, okay, first period I did this, and the second period I did something like that. Oh. Uh, Outside of school, I didn't do too, anything. Like logistically. <clears throat> To journal, elementary school, this man was already so. It would be a bullet point of his day. That's all. It, it wouldn't be like I'm thinking about this or that. It's like yeah. okay, I did this at eight fifteen a.m. At eight forty seven a.m., I got out of bed. You know, like I the funny like- thing is, that's literally what I. So basically, like uh, there was like a two or three week period in like fourth grade where I started journaling. Only reason is because like I was in Walmart, I think. And they had like a Pirates of the Caribbean journal. Like they just had Jack Sparrow's face at the front. And I was like, holy shit, this book is sick. And then I I, I, was, like, I just like told my mom to buy it. And then I opened it and I was like, oh, it's a journal. Like how do, what is it? Like? And then like I, like I think I was like trying to like figure out what, like how do you, like how a journal works. And then I just like looked up online and pretty much just said like, oh, you just like write what's happened or like how you're feeling. Mm-hmm. So then like <laughs> for the next two weeks, I literally just documented my day. Like, like I guess at the end of every day, like I just like went and like wrote everything that I did that day. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like what Harsha did, but mm-hmm. I like I like reread it like a couple years ago, and it was pretty funny. But maybe I'll maybe I'll get back into it. I feel like there are times where like I feel like today would be a good day for you to journal. No, I don't want to do today. I don't want to read His hand hurts, man. No, not not the pod. The podcast has been great so far as the uh. stuff before us today. Oh. Yeah, there's been times where like I'm just like thinking back to like a week or two ago where I was like mm-hmm. really stuck on something, but I completely forget like two weeks later. And now I feel like it would be nice mm-hmm. to you know document it. Maybe not like every day, but like whenever like I have stuff that I really want to remember in the future, I'll write it down. I actually did see a cool company uh, recently. I got an ad for it. Um, and basically it's like you can um, you can like make a journal or something like that. Or like you can type entries um, on this website. Mm-hmm. Um, and people usually do it for like like stories for their kids. So like when their kids were like growing, when their kids are growing up and stuff, if there's something mm. funny that happens or something. I don't know, emotional or whatever, you can put it in this website. And then over time, you'll like build up entries, obviously. And then at the end, they'll make it like a book. And then you can oh. send it to your loved ones or whatever. But I thought that was a really cool idea. That That's pretty cool. That. Yeah. That's really nice. Hmm. I feel like I would really appreciate that as a gift. Yeah, 100%. From someone. Not, not sending any messages to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> The first time I heard about journaling was, uh, I think it was like seven or eight. And one of my cousins I don't really know, or, I mean, I don't really talk to anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we went to the, uh, we went to, we went to like Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and they had like a gift store and he wanted his dad to buy him a journal. And I was like, what are you going to do with this book? It's empty. And then he was like, 
<laughs> oh, I use this journal and uh, I write down uh, how much progress I made in Pokemon every day, and I write it in the <laughs> journal. <laughs> That's actually how I, I was like, I think you. I'm pretty sure I said something like, but if you open your game, you can see like what progress you're making. <laughs> 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 Damn, like, bro, so just mean, open man. up your Pokédex, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like generally journaling is a good thing. Like even if you write, if you try to write down your happy moments too, and then when you're feeling sad, you can still look at how you, you were happy before and like mm-hmm. what made you happy and like mm-hmm. try to like mm-hmm. replicate that in the future. But I don't think that's something I'd do. Just it's a good thing. It's just always always happy. Reasons why you should do it. He's like, but I won't. Not for me. Not for me. Yeah, I'm not a big writer. Hey, that's what I thought until we tried it. Damn. Uh, Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll give it a shot. I'll get a book. I'll start writing my Pokemon progress, and then I'll transition (laughs) it to more important stuff. Speaking of other kinds of books uh, or lack of books, uh, we, we've also learned that you are trying to cook without a cookbook. Is that correct? Or recipes, I guess. Is that right, Hamishu? <laughs> yeah. Didn't you just say you didn't want to talk about cooking again? Yeah. Well, you know, it's only interesting <laughs> if I bring it up. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Um, yeah. I've been trying for the past like year since I moved here, I guess, to just cook without like measuring things and without mm. looking a recipe up. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. it really helps. Also, I was, so what started it was one day I was thinking about how chefs at like restaurants and stuff, they, mm-hmm. they don't like taste their food before, before they serve it, you know? And I was like, mm-hmm. how do they know that there's enough salt or like, yeah. how do they know that it tastes good? Like, how are yeah. you confident in that? And then I felt like it was a skill that anyone could build. So mm-hmm. I just tried it and then, I think it's like muscle memory to know how much salt you're mm. putting in or how much of something you're putting in. And it's kind of fun and that's a challenge. And like, even if it's really shitty, you still have to eat it. So yeah. like <laughs> you learn over time. There's a consequence for being wrong. Um, that yeah. probably, yeah. it's like, uh, yeah. what is it called? Positive or negative reinforcement mm-hmm. or whatever. Negative reinforcement, yeah. yeah. Also growing up, like during like religious days and stuff, my mom would cook without ever tasting anything, you know, because mm-hmm. you like, can't do that the food that she would make was like incredibly good, like way better than the food that she would make on a normal day. Mm-hmm. And I've always wondered, like, that's, that's so cool. Like how come you can't recreate this taste when you're like actually try or when you're tasting, when you're like mm-hmm. tasting the food and stuff, you just can't. So I felt like there was like something else that there was like some secret ingredient to that, mm-hmm. to like not tasting your food while you're cooking it. So yeah, I've just been trying it more. It's been successful for so far. Has there ever been like a big a big fail when you've tried to do that? Like, has there been like one time where it's gone really wrong, or maybe really right if if you'd rather? Yeah, I mean, usually it's an issue with like the salt or seasoning. Uh huh. At which mm-hmm. point, like, I'll just add more if it's like really bad, and if it's too much salt, I'll just suffer through it. Just like <laughs> whatever, I deserved it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but that doesn't happen too often Mm -hmm. yeah it's a fun exercise you guys should try it i'm not Mm -hmm. not at that level yet i strict i like i stick so closely to the recipe to like a fault i feel like (laughs) ron bobs told me actually that you were like trying to make pasta one day and she was really proud of you (laughs) (laughs) um like bob and i have cooked a couple of times together and like i feel like would you like to amend that statement Bob and I have cooked together. What do you mean? No, man. Like Bob and I have cooked man. and you've been there? No, <laughs> what do you mean, man? Recently, I, I actually know what I'm doing now. But anyway, like, 
I feel like I also like try like really hard to stick to the recipe, but like I think she's like already like kind of knows like what's how much to put of what mm-hmm. and so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but then my mom on one hand just doesn't she doesn't give a shit like she just does what she wants. Like she'll be like, "Can you pull this recipe?" I'm like, "Okay, yeah." And then I'll be like, "Oh, I think like, you're, like they're asking for a little less," and she's like, "No, no, no, I got this." Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why did I pull the recipe up? <laughs> well, I do that too. Like I'll, I'll pull a recipe up just to know like what the things that are supposed just to know what to not do. Yeah. No. Like, they give you the ingredient list. I don't. I don't really care about the measurements. I like care about the ingredient list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, yeah, that's fair. If they do like two tablespoons of basil, it's like, bro, I'm not gonna go pull out a tablespoon, a tablespoon, <laughs> and put a leaf in it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna get a few leaves of basil and then chop it up. You know, like I'm. I'm not that like picky about that kind of stuff. Or if they say like two cups of water. Okay. I'll be like, okay, that look like I could put two glasses in that in that bowl. Okay, we're good. You know, it's yeah. the eye test is like a big a big uh, learning curve. I think, like if you're just starting out, I would say definitely look up some recipes. But if you have some experience, like I think the ingredients are a big part. Like if you're familiar with, I don't want to say pasta because pasta is really easy. Um, but I don't know chicken per se because. I don't know if you tried to cook chicken yet, Haran, but they do like uh, 800 grams of chicken thighs. It's like, okay, I'm not going to get two chicken thighs and then cut cut the third one, one third. You know, <laughs> you know you're know, you not going to do that kind of thing. You're just going to kind of do it for all of it. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you just you do the eye test for the whole thing. And, you know, it's a trial and error kind of thing. You'll, you'll learn over time. I actually am curious now, like how well I could eyeball things like. Like, I, I wonder, like, if I get a cup, like, you tell me to fill up what I think is, like, a cup of water and we find out what the difference is between an actual cup and my cup. Or, like, the same thing for, like, tablespoon or, like, mm-hmm. other measurements. Even, like, length yeah. and width. <laughs> You're probably better than you think. Yeah, right? Like, I feel like... Yeah. I feel like... I, I don't know. But then, Unless like, really if sure. I try to... <laughs> <laughs> Although, like, for, for, um, for Thanksgiving, I was making, like, this carrot mm-hmm. cake and I accidentally put... Um, I accidentally put tablespoons instead of teaspoons. I mean, it still tasted okay, but like, oh. I don't know. That, that felt wrong. I don't fuck with baking, man. I'm such a bad baker. <laughs> <laughs> that, I feel like baking doesn't work unless you follow the recipe really closely, and that's what I don't like about mm. it. Like, there's yeah. no like creativity there. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I think really more like, of like a science than yeah, a scientific. Yeah. yeah. I know. Like, I'm just so good at baking. And I'm like, wow, I could never. <laughs> It's just like hate falling directions, I guess. <laughs> do you have like one go-to dish that you would like? You can just do it with like with your eyes closed, almost. Um. Well, what I eat like almost every day is this. Um, it's like a garlic lemon parsley pasta, mm-hmm. and you just—it's really good, and it's only like three ingredients. Like you just cook the like ch- red chili flakes into some butter, and then it mm-hmm. gets all creamy when you add the pasta water in. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's just parsley and garlic and pasta, yeah, and it's really, really good. You hear that? If you use like, yeah, it actually sounds really good. Yeah, it's so good. If you like lemony foods, I do a lot, so some people don't. And if you add like a little bit of tomato sauce too, it's also really good. Mm. My men's on slobbers over like, or not slobbers, jewels. Just stop. Don't even finish that. Just, just, like, we're just going to cut you off. Right <laughs> oh, my God. 
I think that's the longest we've gotten to an episode. Like, it's been wholesome for like 50 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and then now we've just fucked it. It's, it's fucked. I'm so excited to go to Cabo with you guys. I think it's going to be so fun. <laughs> yeah, Harsha, would you like to share the big news? Well, what's the big news? We're not going. No, he got engaged <laughs> again. Yeah, only you're going. <laughs> I would probably still have a really good time. But what's the big news? Well, I don't think we've shared it on the podcast yet, Harsha. Oh. Yeah. Um, so for those who don't know, I'm engaged. So and <laughs> so, so excited <laughs> about it. Like um, but yeah, for our uh, like combined bachelor and bachelorette trip, we're going to Cabo in uh, December um, for a week. So. Yeah, super excited. Everybody here is coming. We'll do a fan meet up there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, the, the guy who bumped into my friend, Haran. I'll, be, I'll see you at Cabo because it's closer to California than my house is. And then we'll have a talk, okay? <laughs> <laughs> okay. For reference, he didn't bump into him. He fucking ran him over with a bike. <laughs> nah, he bumped into me, bros. Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> Give him your bike. He was another brown guy, you know. I felt, of I felt course this, he I was. Oh, so it's okay? Yeah, it's okay. We'll allow him. <laughs> Did he look like your dad? Do you look like my dad? Yeah. <laughs> Why would he look like my dad? What I don't know. Like... That's just not racist. <laughs> what, what the fuck? <laughs> Maybe another brown guy? <laughs> <don't know>. <laughs> the pain you felt would have been like pain you felt before if it was like your dad. You know what I mean? Just like... Like if his dad's hitting you? I guess. <laughs> what the fuck? Yo, yo, what happened to you, bro? Slobbering, talking about father hitting. What's Jeez. going on with you? <laughs> no, I think I did not look like my dad. <laughs> okay, so, so it was a different type of pain. Okay, thank you. Yeah, different type of pain. <laughs> I don't know where to go from this. <laughs> I think I need a debrief let's just get back into a normal state <laughs> what are you looking forward to most about Cabo well actually since you're going you can like scout out Mexico now you know let us let us know bro Mexico's huge are you kidding yeah it's like <laughs> almost the width of America but they're like all in the suburbs right <laughs> I wish you could mute somebody on a podcast I've heard that I've never been to Cabo have any of you oh she has right no you haven't oh no sir Oh, okay. Fire. I've heard that it's really, like, mountainous and the sand is really rocky. It's not, mm-hmm. like, like, the Cancun side of Mexico is the only place mm-hmm. I've been to. But that sand is, like, really fine and, like, Florida sand, which I guess makes sense, like, geographically. Nice. So, Harsha, you're going to have to get, um, how many people are going? Like, 14? Yeah. Okay, so. so you're going to need to get seven kegs of tequila. Seven kegs. Yeah, pretty yeah. accurate. <laughs> pretty accurate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think we need to plan that into the, into the budget starting now. Yeah, my check bag will just be uh, some tequila. I mean, it's all inclusive, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <We> <laughs> the keg's inclusive. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, to get to Cabo, we have to take a flight. And uh, I heard that somebody on this podcast is really... Uh, interested in getting their pilot's license i wouldn't say really interested <laughs> super it's just like excited <laughs> it's just something that i think is really cool <laughs> it's just something that i think is really cool like i was i was thinking about like if i just wanted to go to new york city for the weekend like how cool would it be if i could mm. just take myself you know like mm. i don't have to like search for a flight or check in back or yeah you can fly, fly to pj to new york 
Like, mm-hmm. yes, sir. What? Turn to private jet that he's gonna have soon. That's part of his oh. life plan. Oh wow! Okay. <laughs> are you? Are you? <laughs> no beliefs. No beliefs. <laughs> <laughs> and then the on-flight entertainment is his journal. So so what made you interested in getting your pilot's license other than just like the freedom of being able to just get a plane? Like is, um, is it like a like a like a zip car where you could just like, oh I'm gonna go get this specific plane and then drop it off? Or I yeah, I think so. I don't really know a lot about it. One of my friends here has his license and mm-hmm. he flies from here to like North Carolina pretty frequently and charges like forty dollars and he'll take like how many other people he can fit in the plane what the hell? for like a oh, day trip. Yeah, so, which is like so, so cool. cool, you know? Yeah. yeah, it's so cool. Um good money off of it. That's all he does on the weekends. Mm-hmm. Have you gone on one of those or, flights? Sorry, one I think it's one forty. I don't know. I've never done it. I don't know. I, yeah, I feel like one forty makes more sense. Not forty. That's <laughs> like an like Uber 40. ride from like forty is what Han uh, yeah. kids going from tech to UVA, man. <laughs> I did not charge that much. Oh, okay, it was around there, dude. Come on. I was, I was pretty fair with my pricing. If anything, I, I was charging cheaper than what people were uh, posting on that Facebook group. So you know, I was being nice. Were you? But I think by the end, I started. I was like, oh shit, these weekends are getting more expensive. So I started <laughs> upping the price. <laughs> Like, as soon as we started, like, going out to drink at UVA, I was like, oh, fuck, we got to start increasing this price a little bit. <laughs> no, Haran, um, when he would go home or when he would go to UVA, like, the, all those rideshare groups and everything, he would always, he and Harsha were fiends about posting on that thing, trying to make as much money off the freshman <laughs> as they could, bro. You make it sound really sus, it's not like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, Turin phrased it as Ron gave all those kids rides to like UVA. <laughs> <laughs> they were kids, man. What do you mean? They were young. Oh, adults. you're not talking about those? Okay, yeah, my bad. Shut up. Who's <laughs> <laughs> this guy? That'd be pretty cool, though. How long did it take for your friend to get his pilot license? Like, did it take I a think it takes about a year. Oh, okay. Like classes and training and stuff, mm-hmm. and it's like $10,000. So. How much? 10,000. Oh, so, we're going to need some more. Yeah, I really hope he's charging 140, not $40. I think, I think this one's going to have to wait until I have an actual income. Yeah, so, We'll see. That kid I went to high school with also has his pilot's license. Or, well, I, I hope he has his pilot's license because, like, every four days on Snapchat, he has a picture of him flying one of those small planes. Uh, so if he doesn't have his license, then he's getting away with some fucking insane deal where he's just flying planes for free with no no license that's like it's like a dui but like I, I don't even know how you could charge somebody with that anyway Maybe it's just a snapchat filter <laughs> it's just, <laughs> just floating in the air can you get an yeah. fui fui i don't know flying under influence i think it's all underneath oui which is operating uh, i didn't know that was an umbrella yeah, term yeah did i it's probably not. <laughs> I'm just making it up. I know yeah, OUI is like a. I know that's a thing, like an operating. Under, I don't know if mm. they're all we. underneath it though. We. I don't know if this is true, <laughs> but one of my friends told me that if you get pulled over, you can just tell the cop that it's against your religion to be pulled over, and they're not allowed to like. What do you mean? It's against it's against my religion to talk to police officers, so I'm going to need you to leave. <laughs> There's like something about, I think it only works if you're like POC though. I'm sorry, Christian, but yeah. 
Hey man, you can't Sorry, tell me that Sorry, my name is religion. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> but his name is Christian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm overarching. I hope I get to try it once in my life. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, for, for your own sake, I hope you don't. Yeah. Why? I want to. <laughs> Actually, maybe not. I'm scared of cops. <laughs> I think we all should be scared of cops. Yeah. All right. Well, you hear that? It's the it's it's the sound of the police. So we have to wrap up this episode very quickly. Um, <laughs> but before we head out and before they bust us, uh, Emma, is there anything you want to say before you head out? We uh, we really enjoyed having you on this episode. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me, guys. I really had a good time. Um, I was thinking about when I would be invited, and I finally Uh-oh. got it checked <laughs> off of my bucket list. <laughs> um, so thanks for making my year i guess if it makes you feel better we, we knew you were a med student so we were just like you know afraid you won't have enough time so we don't put enough pressure on you but yeah. <laughs> no i'm just joking um yeah i was just joking too okay i had a good time <laughs> <laughs> wait what was it what, what was the question we had in the beginning that we said we we're going to answer then oh yeah so it's one thing you want everybody to know oh, about you uh, i still don't really have an answer but i guess like I don't know. I don't really like to sit still or like be in the same place for a long time. I like to keep moving around and like trying new things. Well, it's great that we just made you sit down for a whole hour. <laughs> I meant I meant sit down like metaphorically, you know. Like, over time. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we definitely want to thank you again for coming on. If you want to check out Emu, we will leave her social in our in our description of our episode. Um, and you can catch her on Instagram, where we also have our posts uh at interesting discussion you know drop some comments some likes you can see all of our wonderful guests over there if you like what you heard from us you can listen to our podcast on spotify apple Podcasts, youtube wherever you get your podcasts from uh we definitely want to thank you again and we will see you guys next week with a awesome episode 99 all right bye guys bye bye, bye. bye.